Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Nothing like being in the comfort of your own home again. What's up? Welcome into the Luke Kelly Show. Thank you so much for hitting play on this Monday edition of the Luke Kelly Show. And the reason why it's so nice to get home after visiting family for a long weekend is just being able to walk in your door, go into your bedroom, take off your underwear, and just put on a pair of sweatpants. That's happiness. I don't need anything more in life besides, you know, family. Nora, you know, I'd lump her in that. She's family. She's my wife. You know, my number one. But besides that, I mean, that's that's a that's the only other thing you need. Sweatpants and just hanging out in the house. But man, had a great time back visiting family. It was like the first time that we actually visited family that I felt like we were not overdoing it. Cause sometimes I felt like we're running here, we're running there, we're running all over the place, but we really got to ease into it because on Thursday, after I got off of work, we were able to drive up work from my brother's house on Friday. And as soon as I got off of work on Friday, we were able to do whatever we wanted to do. And it was super easy sailing all day long. I loved it. It was good. Feels refreshing though, to be back home. There's something about getting back home. And I was talking to Nora about this too. We're sitting down eating dinner, not that long ago, recording this on Sunday. And I said, what do you think seems longer to you? The drive to your destination or the drive home from wherever you were visiting? She said, hmm, that's a, that's a tough one. Because there's all that anticipation, right? When you're going somewhere, there's all the expectations of what you have planned for that entire trip. So you're just wanting to get there so bad so that way you could do all of those things that you so badly want to do. But then after you had all that fun and you enjoyed your stay in whatever city you were visiting, then there's that long trek home. That one where reality is just waiting for you. Doing all the laundry from that trip. Getting everything back in place, making sure that you unpack. There's just so much that goes into coming back home after being away for a few days. And that's why I always think that the trip home 
always seems longer. Because the anticipation to go home is just there. And for me, I usually travel on weekends. So it's like the Sunday scaries hit even harder. Because you haven't gotten anything done at home all weekend long, and you know all that stuff is just waiting for you. And it makes my drive seem so much longer. Just like, I just want to get home. That's all I want to do. Get home, take off my underwear, get in some great sweatpants, sleep in my own bed. Sleeping in your own bed is huge. It doesn't matter if you're out on the road. You stay at a really nice place, fantastic bed. Like beds don't get better than, uh, than, I don't know, sometimes there are good beds when you're out on the road. But just imagine, you sleep on a really good bed. It doesn't matter if you have a shitty bed at home. There's nothing like getting home to your bed. My bed's not the best. We've had it for a little while now. It's kind of run its course. We need a new one. But I tell you what, I can't wait to put my head in my pillow. I can't wait to fall asleep in my groove in my bed. And it's probably the same way for you. There's nothing like it. I absolutely love it. But I I honestly ate like trash all weekend long. And I knew it was going to be that way. Whenever you're out of town, you know that you're going to be eating like trash. Especially when you're going to visit home. If you're not someone that lives by your family, you live out of state. And you go home and you want a taste of home. So you're making the rounds to all your favorite restaurants that you grew up on as a kid. Mm, I had so much of that. Got to go to Aurelio's, one of my favorite pizza spots in the Chicagoland area. Pizza was so crispy and so good. And then we followed that up with Zarlingo's. It's an Italian ice place. Unbelievable. That place, you want to go there. If you're ever in the south suburbs of Chicago, it's in Chicago Heights, Illinois. It's fantastic. It puts all other Italianites to shame. It's that good. But when I go there, I always get what's called an Arctic cooler. I'll tell you what this is. And then you're going to say, yeah, I need to get to this place. It's half Italian ice and half ice cream. I went with strawberry Italian ice and vanilla ice cream. And it's soft serve ice cream that is so rich. It just, I don't know how to describe it, but it just tastes so good. That combination together, the Italian ice and that ice cream. But you have to beware. The brain freeze, the brain freeze is going to be bad if you're eating super fast. Me, I don't know how to control that. I don't know how to slow down when I eat. So my brain freeze, oh, 
and I wasn't feeling well when I had it either. So I had a headache and then the brain freeze on top of that made me feel a hundred times worse. But I was filled with happiness at the same time though, because I'm getting my Zarlingos. And there's nothing better too than if your partner is not from the same area that you're from and you introduce them to things that you love to eat as a kid and they end up loving it too. Nora was the one that suggested going to Aurelio's. Nora was the one that suggested going to Zarlingo's. She wanted to go to those two places because they're good. I don't know what it was about it. That place was so good. It makes my heart so damn happy that she loves the places that I grew up on. Just feels great. And you know what makes those trips even better? When you walk in, you just feel the nostalgia of going to that place as a kid. But then when you walk in, you see a family that you know in there. We saw some family friends that we uh, we played baseball with. They were in there celebrating a birthday. That's where families go to celebrate birthdays in the area. So it was just it was so much of a slice at home. And I was so happy that Nora was the one that wanted to be at those places. But it makes me sad to talk to you about when's the best time to eat. I didn't do any sort of research. The last two times that I opened up the news folder in my phone, there was a couple stories in there about when you should eat, the best times for you to eat, when you should never eat. The first one is kind of self-explanatory, not eating after 10 o'clock. They say eating after 10 p.m. is one of the worst things that you could do. It's just not good for your body because you're just sitting there like an hour before you go to bed, and now that's just in your stomach the whole time. You have not a great way to start digesting and breaking it down. You're not going to be moving for the next eight hours, so it's just not a good time. Not a good time to eat. I kind of knew that. Everyone always tells you, don't eat after like 8 p.m. Yeah, I, I know, especially being older. My stomach tells me so many things now. I listen to it a lot more than I did when I was uh, a lot younger. But now I read a recent article about when you should eat and how often you should be eating. And I've heard about fasting, the intermittent fasting. It's become pretty popular. And there's a lot of science behind it that proves that it's actually probably one of the better ways for you to eat. But this research finds the times that you should be eating. 9 a.m., 1 p.m., and 5 p.m. If you're on a regular schedule. It says that you should be eating all your meals within a 10-hour window. It's best for your metabolism. Like, man, 
I always needed a late night snack growing up. And it was because I was eating dinner at like 7 o'clock at night. 6.30 at night. I was busy. You're probably busy too with all those different extracurricular activities that you're doing. Sports, dance, whatever it was you did. But you would get home and you would eat later. Or you would eat before practice and then by the time you got home, you were doing so much activity. You're like, man, I need to eat again. But this research did a lot talking about how that 10-hour window is really good for having better blood samples, better body temperature, your energy levels are a lot better, and your body fat tissue were like some of the big things that they looked at. And they found that ones that were eating a little bit later in the day, not good. So you want to be trying to eat as much as you can earlier in the day in a 10-hour window. And the article does say that you should be eating breakfast too. I know so many people that don't eat breakfast. I don't have time for it. I always make time for it. It's just the way I'm not here to shame anyone for not eating breakfast. If that's not what you want to do, that's cool. That's your life. Like, whatever. I just know me, I have to eat breakfast. If I don't, I am moody. I don't know what's more important to me in the morning, eating breakfast or drinking coffee. That's how important eating breakfast is to me. Coffee is pretty much like one of my love languages. But so is breakfast. I'll never skip those meals. I'll never skip breakfast. And I'll never skip having a cup of coffee. If you're a coffee drinker, have you ever gone a day without having coffee? One of the worst things that you could possibly do. How bad is that headache you get from the caffeine withdrawal? It's terrible. I remember one day, Nora and I were really busy. I don't even remember what we were doing. I think we were doing some running around, and we just didn't even stop to get coffee anywhere. But like 1 o'clock hit, 2 o'clock hit, and I'm like, Nora, do we have coffee today? She's like, no, we didn't. I said, huh, I think that explains a lot. I was like, my head hurts so bad said, I feel like someone just threw a brick at my head. We got home from running those errands. I remember we were living in Little Rock. I opened the door for my car and threw up. That's how bad the withdrawal headache was for me. I can drink coffee all day long, but I've also noticed when drinking coffee that I can't have any more than like three cups throughout a day. If I have more than three cups of coffee, my heart feels like it's going to explode and it feels like I'm going to sweat through all the clothing that I have on. I remember one day I told you about working from home. I was working from home. 
and coffee was just flowing really good. Cup after cup after cup. And I started to feel me becoming very jittery. My heart was racing so fast. Like, I need to get this thing under control. I think it might be skipping a beat. But I remember the feeling that I had. My stomach started to, like, turn after a certain point, too. Like, I felt that my stomach was just going to fall through my butt. I thought I was going to lose it all. That's how important coffee is to me. And that's just saying something. With coffee being so important, eating breakfast is a lot more important to me than a cup of coffee. And I try and meal prep breakfast. Just because the morning is just so here, there, everywhere. You never feel like you got your life together in the morning. You could have your life together, but in a morning... Mm -mm. no one has their life together in the morning. And that's why I wake up super early. Always wake up two hours before I have to be somewhere. Majority of the time. I also on my uh, trip home got to listen to a couple of radio stations that I used to listen to as a kid. That's another nostalgic thing about going home. You could have your Spotify playlist. You could have Apple Music, whatever you listen to on, all your, your music on. There's nothing like throwing on a radio station that you grew up on. And it's sounding the same. You hear the same voices on there. Like that to me is kind of... It's kind of iconic. And Chicago has always had some pretty good radio stations and stuff. So to hear some of those people from your childhood, that's pretty cool. But another cool thing, I did do something a little bit different. I think I told you last year, Nora and I went on a road trip to Asheville, North Carolina, and we drove home in complete silence. And that was, wasn't by design. I just started off the, the trip home not listening to anything. And I just made it like four hours in. I'm like, fuck it. I'm, at this point, it's just about making it through and being able to say that I listened to nothing on a road trip. But this road trip, I made sure that I was listening to music. I made sure that I was listening to podcast. I was never a person that always Bluetooth, that always had the aux cord. I was never that person. I worked in radio for eight years. I enjoyed listening to the radio. I enjoyed listening to radio in Chicago. But there is something about this trip that made listening to podcasts, made listening to music a little bit more enjoyable. Maybe because there was the pressure of not listening to the actual radio and being able to 
listen to podcasts and streaming music without feeling regretful. But I was turning on Spotify. I had a good little playlist going with some Casey Musgraves. That's my girl. Had some Harry Styles going. Then I had Covino and Rich, which is a podcast that I listen to. They also have a radio show on Fox Sports Radio that I listen to now. They just started a couple of weeks ago, but I listen to them through the iHeartRadio app. So that was an adjustment for me. Becoming someone that has a car that was made within 2020 and beyond where you could actually listen to music just over Bluetooth or through your phone. I had a 2014 Chevy Cruze beforehand. And I had to have the aux cord plugged in for all that. And I'm like, ah, it's not worth it. But it was nice just being able to pick what I wanted to listen to, listen to the whole thing. I think I am becoming one of those people. Being able to listen to what I want instead of having people pick what I want. I still love radio. Don't get me wrong. I love listening to the people on the radio. I love listening to talk radio more than anything. And that's the scary part. Because whenever you grow up and you're in the car with your parents, they had talk radio on. You're like, oh, gosh, this is so boring. When can we throw on for me? It would be like, when can we throw on B96? Nope. You're listening to the score. That's what you're going to listen to. You listen to what I want to listen to. Like, oh, shit. Why? Play B96. You know what they do at this time? They count down the top five songs. That's what they do, and we're missing it because you want to listen to sports radio. And now that's all that I really like to listen to is talk radio. It doesn't have to be sports radio, but I love listening to talk radio, anything talk radio. I see there's a few more stations across the country that are actually um, doing what they call hot talk, which is not the boring news talk kind of stuff. It's more regular conversations that you're having with friends which is a format that should have been one of the first, I guess one of the first real things that they should have rolled out to compete with podcast. Because if you think about it, podcasts that you listen to, you listen to because they're conversations that you expect that you can have with your friends. You could gossip about anything. You could talk shit about anything. That should have been the first real move. Because if you think of it, there's there's some podcast that they'll do a live show every once in a while and you make it top priority to listen to it and be able to comment or be able to write in a message or call in, whatever the case may be. Radio had that at their fingertip. That would have been a good first counterpunch to podcast becoming a thing. But now I see it popping up a little bit more. That that would be a radio station that I would go work for now. Is something called a hot talk format. When I want to talk sports, I could talk sports. When I want to talk a little bit about life, I could talk a little bit about life. When I want to talk about mooning people, talk about that. Just being able to have that freedom would be awesome. I just realized today is Monday, and I don't have a top three lined up. Shame on me. 
no top three this week. I have no idea what to count down. I always write out the shows, but I forgot that this show was for Monday, and on Mondays we do top threes. Fuck. Wednesday, you didn't get a smut tail. Now you're not going to get a top three. Shame on me. What an idiot I am. Oh, well. Nora's reading a smut book this time, though. I promise you that. So you will get smut coming on Wednesday, all right? Thanks for showing up today. Thanks for always listening. I love you. And until next time. That was me blowing you a kiss. I know that was awkward. And I told you I love you. So that was really awkward. But it's Luke Kelly's show. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.